Welcome everyone to the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Today, I'm going to be speaking with my special guest, Paula Houlihan, all about navigating success through the power of choice. Hi everyone, I'm Virginia Parsons and I want to welcome you to the Inspirational Businesswoman Show where it really is my passion and purpose to provide you, the viewer, with a goldmine of inspirational tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business by inspirational businesswomen in the know. And as I told you, we have a wonderful special guest, Paula Houlihan, coming up in just a moment. But before we get started, I would love to ask a favor of all of you. First of all, thank you for being here because I know your time is valuable. Would you help us spread the word about this great topic we're going to be discussing with Paula? I'm going to play the preview trailer and while you're watching that, all I'd like to do is click that share button or any other way you want to get the word out. We would so appreciate it and we'll be getting the interview started in just a moment. in store for some fabulous information. I know if you're an entrepreneur who has maybe struggled with finding balance, Paula is going to have some great ideas and strategies for you. Now, today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com, where you can receive a complimentary live stream marketing assessment. Why might you want to take that assessment? Well, It'll only take you a couple of moments, first of all. Number two, it's really going to help give you an analysis of how you can better start to use live stream to brand, grow, and market your own business. Thirdly, you might even qualify for a complimentary shine session with me where we'll talk about your specific needs around live stream and video marketing. So take advantage of this by texting pound success to 775-800-41. 79. Or if you're out of the United States, you can simply go to hangout-marketing.com to take that assessment. All right, let's get you introduced now to Paula. 
And Paula, and we're going to bring her in in just a moment, but I have a great little intro for her first. So let's talk about, have you ever felt trapped in outmoded thinking of what it takes to be truly successful in life and business? And are you feeling overworked and out of balance? <laughs> well, my special guest, Paula Houlihan, has some revealing answers for you around the power of choice so you can fully enjoy the life you've worked so hard to build and enjoy it now, not some distant day in the future. Paula is a transformational speaker and success strategist who shows you how to enjoy success on your terms while letting go of what may be holding you back. Her core message centers around personal empowerment, time management, and the thinking behind your choices. Now today she's going to discuss how to manage time for ultimate success, why the old success model is not for women, and finally, how to choose life balance and enjoy life fully. So Paula, come on in and say hi to our audience. Oh, thank you so much, Virginia. Thank you for welcoming me. I'm thrilled to be here and thrilled to speak and share this amazing message with your audience. Well, we are looking forward to it, Paula, because I know just from talking to you previously and reading everything that you do, that this is so needed, especially for entrepreneurial women. So we're so excited to have you here today. Now, what I'd like to focus on first is how you got here. <laughs> Not how we got into the broadcasting, but how did your life evolve? Because my entrepreneur, entrepreneurial viewers like to hear, you know, what were some of the struggles you went through? Were there any defining moments in your life that got you from where you started into becoming really an international transformative speaker and success coach? So let's hear it. Well, I'm glad that you asked that question because we all have our journey, right, Virginia? We all have those, those pivotal moments. We're faced with a decision where we're faced with choices. And those are the easy ones to pinpoint. It's the small incremental choices that we'll be talking about a little bit that have so much power in affecting our ability to truly live life on our terms. So for me, my journey, and I share it not to brag or anything, but just because there's power in our stories when we can learn from them and when we can share them with each other, um, in part because it helps us realize that it's not just us. So for me, um, the biggest pivotal moment that relates to what I'm doing is back in 2009, I was in the corporate world. I was a senior claims specialist in the insurance industry. I had a pretty prestigious career. I had the respect of my peers, making great money. Um, I had remarried recently, so I was, you know, in the throes of, of, of that new marriage and have, loving my family. So from the outside, you could see that it seemed like I had it all, right? And a lot of us have that where on the outside, the appearance is that we have it all. But I can honestly tell you that on the inside, I did not feel like I had it all together. I was exhausted. I was working 50, 60 hours a week. I was bringing files home, missing dinners with my family, compromising what was truly important to me because I had that old success model that I was following. And I got to the point where I was so exhausted just sitting up in a chair was like all I could do. 
So it was at that point that I decided that maybe I should go see a doctor. <laughs> so I remember sitting in the doctor's office, trying to sit upright, and I heard the words adrenal fatigue and stage four. Wow. I had no idea what that was. Yeah. I just knew I was exhausted. And what I found out is that your adrenals, they're two small glands, organs that sit on top of your, your kidneys, and they create the um, hormones, progesterone, I'm, I'm sorry, not progesterone, they create the hormones, uh, cortisol, adrenaline, and noradrenaline. And these hormones are critical to brain and heart health. And what I came to understand is without these hormones producing, you die. It's I mean, you can knock me off that chair. How many people have been educated on this particular factor? And we all deal with adrenal stress, that for sure I know. But I did not understand that if they all burn out and stop functioning, you basically stop functioning. Absolutely. How critical. Well, go ahead. So I'm sitting there with this diagnosis. And in that moment, I remember just sitting in the chair and, and I got hit with this realization that how I was choosing to spend my time and my energy was literally killing me. And that's when I realized I had to start choosing differently, but I had no idea how. The first choice that seemed obvious was I needed to give my notice. So I did that. I stepped away from my career focused the next year on regaining my health. And I decided to go back to school because I had this degree in psychology that I had started decades ago that I never finished. And I decided I would go back part-time to finish that up. And that is what brought me to where I am today because there were two classes that really hit me, my positive psychology class and my motivational interviewing coaching class. And it's during this recovery process that I discovered the five factors that directly influence the choices that we make and how to create authentic happiness in our lives. And that's a piece that I picked up from studying Martin Seligman's work. He's the father of positive psychology uh, and he has a lot of work out there about working in your strengths, about finding your strengths and core values. And that influenced my ability and my awareness of how to choose differently because those little choices that we make from moment to moment are really what make up our life. Yeah. No, they got hot for me. I, I think so. I mean, that's why I like to pause and interject because I love your story and I hate to interrupt, but you're going to yeah. get my responses. <laughs> I don't think that we are aware enough of the micro choices that you're mentioning that basically mold our life and the path that we end up on. And I think I really appreciate your bringing this to um, clarity for everyone because I think we all need to pay attention to it. What are the choices we're making day in and day out? So yeah, you, you've really brought to, to bear what you ended up studying as a result of your choices earlier on. Uh, and I don't think that this, this is a topic that just isn't discussed much. And that's why I appreciate you bringing it to the forefront. So go ahead. Yeah. So this was a huge aha for me. And I'm going to share some really interesting information about how we make our choices in a bit, but just, you know, to wrap up the story piece of it. Um, so this is what set me on my path. And I, I figured out that when 
I'm consciously choosing from a place that's aligned with what's truly important to me. So if you remember back, I was following that old success model, working hard. I was compromising what was important, time with my family, my health, right? I learned that when we make our choices aligned with what's truly important to us, that is when, guess what? You start living life on your terms. You start enjoying now versus waiting for someday. And that's why I do what I do. I love helping my clients navigate success on their terms because I want to make sure that you don't ever have to compromise your health, compromise what's important to you, miss out on your life to enjoy the success you desire because you can have both. And there's no shame in wanting success. Hey, okay, we're done. <laughs> We can just wrap this interview up right there with the tidy bow because that, that was a to pack your bag moment for me. All of you viewing, we'd love to hear your feedback. You know, put in, are, are you compromising your life and your health for supposed success, the old model? So we're going to get into this in more detail because I know Paula's got some great tips and strategies for you now that you got the big picture. So the first thing is how to manage your time for ultimate success. Let's hear your tips on that one. So how to manage your time. That's a big one, right? And here's, here's the funny piece to that. Virginia, we don't really manage time. Time just ticks, right? Time goes on. Our life happens day by day, whether you choose consciously or choose unconsciously. But it gives us the understanding that there's a way to have a relationship with our time. So if you've ever tried to do time management strategies or systems and they didn't work for you, I'm really glad we're talking about this. <clears throat> now, time management, I'm going to use that term because that's what we're familiar with, right? But what we're really talking about is a relationship with time. It, it's affected by several different factors. It's affected by how we're making our choices, right? So choice versus habit. We're gonna talk about in a little bit about how we choose consciously versus how we're choosing unconsciously by habit. And then there's, are we working from our strengths or are we working from our weaknesses? These affect how we use our time as well. Because when we're operating from our weaknesses, it is more difficult. Things take longer. It absorbs more of our time and more of our attention and can exhaust us. <clears throat> Where if we're working from our strengths, time opens up and expands. We lose track of time. We get in that zone, right? And then there's whether or not you understand that you have terms. Because how can you live your life by your terms if you don't know what your terms are? Terms and aligned action. And we'll talk about that in more detail. And then there's goal versus desire. So if you're setting goals for the sake of goals because you think you should be doing them or you're told you have to or it's expected of you versus a goal that you desire, right? that passion piece has a big impact on your time. So you're already talking about four areas that we really need to pay attention to. So it sounds to me like the first part of this process is um, a, a, what do I want to say? A sort of a self-assessment, mm -hmm. taking a look at your values, taking a look at your habits, taking a look at your strengths 
and understanding how this all fits together that creates a relationship for yourself and how you make choices around your life and around you, how you no longer manage time because you can't really, time keeps going, but around on how you at least use your time might be a better way of looking at it. Am I on track there? Yes, and I like to use the term relationship with time because time is really an expression of you. You have time because you're living and breathing, right? So how are you, how is your relationship with time? And part of what I do with my clients is take them through these four categories to decide where they're out of sync with it. And understanding, so this is a process, truly Virginia. And I can go into the process that I take my clients through, but here's a quick way to expand some time that you can start using right now in this moment today. And you will be amazed if you use this tip consistently, you'll be amazed at how time starts to open up, how you have more time in your day. Are you ready for it? Ready. And I know they are too. This is where I say, are you going to find a strategy you're going to go home today and implement in your life? All right, here we go. <laughs> so it's a question that you ask yourself in the moment when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling indecisive, when you're not sure what to do, when you are stressed, ask yourself this question. What am I wanting? I'm going to say it again. What am I wanting? Not what do I want? Because we have all these preconceived ideas already in our brain about what we want. We want more time. We want more money. We want more clients. We want deeper relationships, like, right? We know what we want, but what are you wanting right here in this moment? And when you settle into that question and wait, that answer will come to you. And I'm going to talk about the types of thinking that we do. This is part of accessing your intrinsic thinking. There is something within you that has a desire. So what are you wanting in that moment? I'll give you an example. My husband asked me to run an errand. I had a deadline. I needed to do something for work. Plus, I also wanted to get my morning walk in. And I felt very conflicted. In that moment, in that conflict, <clears throat> I asked myself, what am I wanting? Well, I'm wanting to make my husband happy. I'm wanting to maintain my health and get and can keep that commitment to me to get my walk in and I'm wanting not to miss deadlines at work right so those still feel like they're in conflict but what am I truly wanting and in that moment I was able to identify which had more value to me in that moment and what had more value to me in that moment was going on my walk how did I know that? <laughs> right, because that's one of my non-negotiables, and I'm going to talk about that. Okay. Part of the big process. But maintaining my health is a priority for me, as you, <laughs> as you can tell by my story, right? So taking that morning walk was priority because it was one of my non-negotiables. I have another non-negotiable that I follow through on my business. So I knew I could still take my walk, which was more important to me because if I don't have my health, I can't run my business. My business was a priority to me, but that deadline took more priority time-wise over running the errand for my husband. So I told my husband, I can do that for you at this time. Guess what? 
I got all three done. So in your, I would say accessing your values on a deeper level, that's how you came to manage, or as you just said, expand your time. It's not even managing anymore. It's expanded your time because you did what was non-negotiable, number one, and you had a deadline on the work, and yet you also managed to expand your time to take care of the needs of your husband who you wanted to do this for. So I think that that's a great example, and thank you for providing that example because I've never thought about this in terms of what do you want versus what are you wanting in this moment. Uh, so that really defines it much on a much deeper level. Therefore, I think you're going to get a more um, clear answer from what I would call sort of your higher knowing self, mm -hmm. that part of you, which really is in the background guiding everything. If you just give that voice a few moments to express itself. Exactly. And when you know what your terms are, your non-negotiables, and what is truly important to you, and you can go back to that and tap into that, it makes it really clear what serves you and what will take you off your path. What will absorb your time versus what will expand your time. Good stuff. Good stuff, Paula. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the old success model. I think that's what you called it, yeah. And why it's not for women. And obviously you abandoned that model, but first of all, let's define what an old success model is and then why is it not for women? Perfect question. So the old success model, I call it the outdated success model, whatever term you want to give to it. It's this idea that you need to set a goal, work really hard towards that goal, and you may have to sacrifice things along the way or compromise things along the way for the promise of someday receiving the reward of that goal. Think of it in terms of, and I've got this image that I use in some of my presentations, think of yourself like, think of like a, a track, a racetrack for runners. We each have our own lane. You're in your business suit, you got your briefcase, and there's this mechanical carrot dangling ahead of you. And we're all running in our lane, trying to get to that carrot, right? That promotion or that level of pay or that retirement date or whatever that is for you. And what happens when we have a goal-focused process is that we're so focused on the reward that we're not experiencing right now, the promise, is really what we're focusing on, the promise of the reward, that it makes it really easy to compromise, to give up parts of ourselves, to sacrifice. Remember my story, I was taking work home, I was missing meals with my family. I There were times when I couldn't go on a family outing because I had a, you know, I had work that I thought I had to, that took precedence because someday I'll have that time when I get to that next level of success, right? So when you have a goal focus, it makes it really easy to compromise and sacrifice. And the success model that most are following right now is actually archaic. It stems from, think back to the times of kings and emperors where there's this hierarchy and the idea is to move up the hierarchy where the people at the top have the power, have the, the, the wealth, 
have the privileges and the people at the bottom have scarcity. So this idea of scarcity and lack propels us to want to achieve those higher levels. And it's all driven by that promise of a reward someday. Here's the thing. It was also designed by men for men based on the cultural norms of the time. And it's evolved, but we're still kind of operating from this 50s and 60s mentality where during the time when women stayed at home and raised kids and men went to work and men focused just on work and the woman took care of everything else, right? Well, now women are in the workforce. We're still trying to follow this old system, but we still have all these responsibilities at home too. Yeah. Now, men are great. They're stepping up. They're helping with some of those responsibilities. But if we look at the statistics right now, women in the workforce are still bearing the majority of the raising of the kids, of the running of the errands, of the housekeeping, you know, all of those life support activities, right? right. So the system is not even designed for us in the first place and it needs to shift. And if you are so focused on that goal, we're going to take it on because we have a promise that someday we won't have to be doing that, but we have to work really hard right now to get there. Sounds like the crazy treadmill image. I mean, you you talked about the dangling carrot, which I also keep driving, keep driving, and keep moving forward. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. But they keep moving the goal further forward. And, you know, I have heard this with um, some people that I know are in certain industries, and they actually got penalized for um, for reaching their goals for reaching what the standards were that the company had set for them as far this was in sales and ended up having actually the percentage of uh, reward that they got for it go down because they achieved now that's really back backward in my opinion but that's what's going on out there so uh what you're saying i think is so important because we as women definitely have to pause and say how much are we focusing on that goal at the expense of, or as you said, compromising these other areas of our life, which are so vitally important, especially to women as nurturers. Mm -hmm. Now, I would say I have to you know, give accolades to my sons and my son-in-law because they are definitely not the norm I grew up with. I grew up being a mother who did, I actually gave up my career early on to be a mother. I think it's still the most important job we'll ever have. Uh, and, and the hardest, by the way. <laughs> uh, uh, but the point being is that has changed a lot because no longer would I have done that in this day and age. Uh, my daughter and daughters-in-law are, you know, doing both. And I think that that's just the sign of the times. It's very rare to just have a woman um, focused on being a professional homemaker. If that is your dream, if that's what success feels like to you, wonderful, wonderful. It's when it becomes a problem is when we are expected to do it all and not be able to do it all. And yes, so there's a new success model emerging and, and things are shifting culturally and in society in our roles and what's expected of us. But right now, it's there's still those wait for retirement kind of mentality. Work, work, work. Try to find time to live your life on the weekends or vacations if you take it, right? Because when you retire, then, then life is yours. And 
that doesn't work for me. It almost killed me. <laughs> yeah. So let's look at how can we live our lives, enjoy it, and achieve success. So this is the this is the core of a value values-based lifestyle. So I, I teach that success is not something we achieve. We think of success as a goal, and when we achieve it, we've succeeded, right? But that ties into that old, outdated success model. Think of success, sustainable success, where you still can maintain your health, can still maintain your relationships, can still maintain enjoyment. Think of success as a lifestyle. I love that, of course, uh, because I think we all want to avoid this burnout that you're talking about. But boy, I think it's really prevalent. And so I think this is so needed. And um, you're serving such an important space around especially success for women. And it is about lifestyle. It is about ultimate balance, health, well-being, being inspired and passionate about the work that you do but also finding the beauty and the value in all the other aspects of your life. Otherwise, you're right. That cannot be successful. You can't, you, you, these should not be put in separate categories. Successful career, but not successful life. Right. So let's let's talk about that because that is a ter the third topic and that is how to choose balance and enjoy life fully. And I think I'm gonna emphasize the word choose right? <laughs> yes, because that's where the power is. That's where you can actually affect change. And the reason why this is so important, like you were saying, Virginia, stress and overwhelm and burnout, this is prevalent. In first world countries, this is pretty much expected. In fact, when I was dealing with it, I wore my stress like a badge of honor because it proved that I was working hard, right? It proved that I earned the level of respect that I and authority that I was given. And what we're finding is that, and this is an amazing statistic, 90% of illnesses and disease are stress-related. 90%. That's and a huge statistic. Yeah. Yes. And emotional stress is a contributor to the six primary causes of death in our in our country right now. So getting our stress under control is huge. So how to choose balance. There are two camps, right? There's the, oh, balance is BS, right? Or balance exists, but I don't know how to find it. Well, let's identify what balance truly is. What is it that you're wanting? And I want our listeners to think about this. When you think of balance, isn't it really emotional freedom that you're looking for? That's what I call balance. Freedom from stress, freedom from overwhelm, freedom from burnout, and not just freedom from the things that contribute to our illnesses, but also engaging and enjoying our passions, our, our non-negotiables, our families, our relationships. Right? So how to choose the balance. I want you to think of balance not being of equal things, like equal time at work, equal time at home, equal time with family, equal time with friends, equal, you know, and then let's fit self-care in there somewhere, right? I don't want you to think of that because that doesn't work. Life happens, things come up, 
It's about our relationship with time. So I want you to think of balance more of, now I'm going to date myself, Virginia. <laughs> think of like a teeter-totter. I don't even know if those are on playgrounds anymore. I don't see, when I take my grandkids to them, I don't see them anymore. There are different versions of them now. <laughs> okay. So the teeter-totter where you've got this plank of wood. We were really basic back then. Plank of wood over a bar and one kid sits on each side and you go up and down. Well, this is kind of science too, right? Because if the kids aren't equally weighed, you either have to add another kid on one end or you have to shift it on the bar so that we can have that fun up and down, right? That balance that allows us to go up and down. And so think of um, what's important to you is having weight. So looking at, you know, and this is where we're getting into your terms piece, the non-negotiables, but for me, my health is a non-negotiable. Prioritizing self-care is a non-negotiable. So that sits on one end. And then work is important to me. But my, like I said, if I'm not, if I don't have my health, I can't run my business. So work is over on the other end. But it doesn't weigh as much as my health. So we've got this, this, right? And then time with friends is important. But time with friends for me is not as important as time with my family. So that adds balance too, right? So we, it's about looking at what's important to you and then making sure that your relationship with time allows you to have it all without compromising them. So next time you're thinking of balance, think of like teeter-totter. That's a great image. And I think the fact that you're defining it around what do I put the most weight on? And in this case, you're talking about th that your health, maintaining your health has the greatest weight or emphasis for you. So that's going to put more um, emphasis on that end of the lever. And so again, you're trying to find the balance, which obviously family has more weight than even being with friends, even though being with friends is important. It's part of the balance. But you do, what you're saying is you, you slowly balance these out over that fulcrum so that you can find what is your, and I guess this gets to, into on your terms, because you are the one that establishes that balance or the weight that you give to each idea. Is that correct? Yes, yes. And this is where navigating success on your terms comes in. This is where you get to define what a successful lifestyle looks like for you. What does a healthy relationship with your time look like for you? Because if you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, or burnt out or conflicted, I can tell you, you've lost focus about what's truly important to you in that moment, which is why that what am I wanting question really comes in. So your terms are huge. They're a huge part of this process. And I think maybe explaining the process could be helpful if, if you want to run through that real quick, Virginia. Yes, we've got a few more minutes. So do that. I think that's going to help wrap this all up for people. Go ahead. Perfect. Okay. So I call this process my star system. I'm all about travel. Travel is one of my loves. So navigating success, right? Using your star system to navigate. And it starts with the S, which is what I call your success compass. Now I talked about my positive psychology course and the work of Martin Seligman. And he identified that we have these signature strengths. There are 24 of them that exist across time. They exist across culture, across gender. Like they, they just are core values of being a human being. Okay. And we have them, all of them, in varying degrees, but we have a top five that definitely influence our passions and 
can trigger our resistance, they can work for and against us, and we have six core values that those fall under. So for myself, I have two main core values. The average is between one and three, but you know it's unique to each person. And when you understand what your strengths and weaknesses are and focus on operating through the strengths, like I said, where you're in that zone, where time expands, where you feel bliss, this is the key to authentic happiness. And so using that success compass, we look at the four quadrants, your relationship with time, your relationship with your health and energy, your relationship with money and work, right? And your relationship with relationships, relationships with other people, but most importantly, your relationship with yourself. And once you understand where you're in or out of alignment with what's truly important to you, then you can start shifting and working on getting those in balance. So that's that balance piece. And once you have that, the next part is your terms. We talked about your terms. So that's the T part of the star system. And your terms, these are your non-negotiables. And this is what I mentioned earlier. When you understand your values and what is truly important to you, this is what it means to live a value-based life. This is how you create a successful lifestyle where you can work towards your goals and your achievements down the road, but still enjoy your life right in the process. This is the difference between trying to find time for what you want to do and actually having it, building your life and your business around it. So this is really powerful. And once you've identified your terms, then you move into the A, aligned action. Because action for the sake of action doesn't really get you anywhere. And so many people are looking at what other people are doing because they want what they have and they think that's gonna work for them. But you are different, you are you, you are not them. So when you get clarity around what you're wanting, then the path to it becomes very clear. Because if you don't have that clarity piece, your action will result in burnout, overwhelm, and stress. Then we move into the recharge and reconnect. Who here wouldn't like to recharge and reconnect? This is that passion piece. And for some of my clients, they're discovering their passion for the first time. And Martin Seligman identified that when we operate from this place of what he calls bliss, time expands. We feel fulfilled. We feel satisfied and we're able to give more because we're recharging, right? And that is the last R, which is results. This is success on your terms, and that's the process I take my clients through so that they don't have to compromise, they don't have to miss out, and that they can actually continue to work through their business goals for the business success and have a successful lifestyle. Oh, so, so juicy. <laughs> No, really, the star system, S-T-A-R-R. -R. She just went through what I would really say are the key components that you need to pay attention to in order to live life on your terms and be successful because you're now coming from a place of passion and bliss where time stands still. And I know we've all experienced this. Yeah. It, it would be a, a just a great... I think observation exercise to pay attention over a week's time as to when you're doing things, when does time feel like it's standing still? And it can be not just in work and the passion of your work, but it can be in anything that you're talking about, in getting your exercise, in being in relationship with family and loved ones. It can encompass all those things 
because you've started from what I would say the beginning is what are your core values? You got to identify them first, don't you? Mm -hmm. And it's about being true to yourself, which is why I said that relationship with yourself, this is the most important piece. Because when this is right, everything else is affected. It's a trickle effect, right? And then everything else balances. Yeah, and being in relation to yourself, I think, is something that is a little bit tricky for women in this day and age because we're talking about the old success model and how it doesn't work for women. And we are by nature such nurturers mm -hmm. that we often put ourselves last until something breaks down as your health did for you and possibly you could have given your life because you weren't paying attention to your relationship with yourself. So ladies and even you guys out there, be aware of this because you can make a big difference in someone else's life by being a friend to them and saying, hey, I think you might want to pay more attention to what your own self needs are. Take care of yourself because we see this all the time in our own uh, friendships and relationships. Um, I, I have to say that for me, sometimes what I love is that my hobby comes in and says to me, hey, uh, it's time to step away from your work. We need time together. Thank you, hubby, for doing that because I need that reminder too. We all do. So you can all help each other with this one because we as women do tend to get kind of caught up in give, 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 giving and forget we have to give to ourselves too. So boy, Paula, I really love your message. I so appreciate your taking the time to be with us today. And you guys, Paula has a fabulous gift for you. And what I'm going to do is bring that image up for you so you can jot this down and jump over to it. And she's going to tell us about it. But first, let me bring the gift up. And we're talking about going to hmtips.com forward slash Paula gift. How easy is that? You know, every one of my gifts starts with hmtips. So you just put that forward slash Paula gift and you're going to be able to get what, Paula? <laughs> So you can receive uh, my free success compass quiz. Um, this is a self-evaluation where you get to self-identify your top five strengths and your core values. Uh, it explains what the importance of these are. And it's the first step in, in identifying, um, you know, what drives you, what motivates you, and what causes, triggers that resistance in you. So um, I have found for myself personally, and my clients have found this, when you identify those strengths and those core values, you get to step into that appreciation for what you love. And it's like giving yourself permission to be that. That's one of the parts of self-awareness and self-actualization on that path that are, is really powerful. Terrific. Yeah, I know that it is important to assess, to evaluate, to get clear on where you are now so you can find the areas that are out of balance. So what a great gift. Once again, you can go to hmtips.com forward slash Paula gift. All right, Paula, I want to thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. Your story is so impactful. So thank you for, you know, putting yourself out there in that vulnerable way so that all of us can learn from it so that we hopefully do not break down before we find balance in our success path. 
Thank you again. Any final quick words of wisdom you want to leave people with today? Yes, thank you. And thank you for, again for having me here, Virginia. So remember that question, what am I wanting in those moments when you're looking for clarity? And yes, develop that relationship with yourself, but in doing so, recognize the importance of other people being able to do it for themselves. So let's hold back on the judgment. Let's hold back on the, the pressures that we put upon each other, right? And just allow each of us to be our own unique self and follow our path with our own unique success compass. But most importantly, get really clear. What are you wanting? Oh, that's just a great wrap it up and take it home. So you guys have so many things that you can put into action right now. And I really appreciate that Paula's given us that one tip all by itself, just asking yourself that question. So again, thank you, Paula, so much for being here. Thank you, all of you. We want to hear from you. Let us know what were your gems. And we will definitely get back to you if you have any questions. So make sure to let us know everything that you really picked up from this powerful interview with Paula. Paula, once again, thank you so much for being here and we'll see you all on the next Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Bye-bye now. Thanks so much for watching today. Do you know someone who would be a great guest for our show? Or would you like to be a guest on the Inspirational Businesswoman Show? Let's shine the spotlight on your expertise. We'll share your story while offering tips, strategies, and advice to our viewers. Expert interviews are a great way to build your reputation as the go-to expert. Go to shinetips.com forward slash IBWS to apply today. Women are waiting for your message, and I can't wait to interview you.